Hello, I'm Ashley Anderson, and you're listening to Season 2 of the Colorado State University's History Department's podcast, The Land Grant Chronicles. Written and recorded by the students in the History of Outdoor Recreation class, this season explores the crisis of outdoor recreation in the United States. This episode tells the story of the American Alpine Club. Over its long history, the American Alpine Club, AAC, has introduced thousands to America's outdoors. Despite this accomplishment, the club has long suffered from a clear lack of diversity and inclusion of lower socioeconomic groups. This is the outdoor crisis. The lack of diversity found in the American Alpine Club reflects the reality of outdoor recreation as a whole. And so, the club's history tells us more about the struggles of making outdoor recreation accessible to all Americans. I'd first like to familiarize you with the club. The American Alpine Club was established in 1902 by the nation's leading climbers and conservationists to promote and preserve, in the club's words, the climbing way of life. Members work towards helping people be safe while climbing in high altitudes and in general. They provide medical and emergency services and help people enjoy climbing. John Muir was among the founding members of the American Alpine Club. But it was not just a men's club. Four women, including Annie Peck and Fanny Bullock Workman, were among the AAC's founders. The American Alpine Club has sponsored and participated in some of the most significant exploration of the mountain regions in the world. The club is a great way to get out into the outdoors and climb. It comes with a membership, which there are four types of. These memberships come with many benefits, and the prices range from $45 to $500 per year. The American Alpine Club does the work to provide safe climbing and works towards better environmental policies. Unfortunately, this work largely benefits wealthy white males. The cost of the club makes it inaccessible for the communities that don't have the money to pay every year. Those communities comprise mostly of people of color. The outdoor crisis in this club is a simple but a significant one, and that is the lack of access and inclusion for people of color. There is an apparent lack of diversity in the outdoors that has been happening for a very long time. Clubs like the American Alpine Club are doing very little to change their ways and make the clubs more inclusive and widely available. As said on terracognitamedia.com, the American Alpine Club's Crag and Classics have a history of being exclusive, exploitative, and tokenizing of black and indigenous organizations. But Chris Schultz, who has worked with the club on different projects, reports back that they are doing pretty good. This shows that they do not see a problem in what the club is doing. Change comes unnaturally to those who don't see their wrongdoings. It is essential to realize that these communities have been left out of the keeping of nature in history itself. Along with many others, this club comprises of white men who are wealthy enough to pay up to $500 each year for a climbing club. The communities that are left out live primarily in the lower socioeconomic statuses, which means they are less likely to be able to pay for the club and be in it, along with being unable to drive the distances, afford the gear, and have the ability to take work off. Currently, representation is rarely found for people of color, which significantly affects their want to visit the outdoors. When looking at the community tab on the American Alpine Club's website, of the six pictures, only one of them features a black person. Throughout history, there has been a lack of visible African-American participation in the mainstream environmental activities. Visual representations of wildlands and other green spaces remain largely focused on Euro-American experience of the environment. In this manner, the club has a long way to go. So why is it important, and how do we fix it? Well, first, clubs like this need to realize the problem. Recognizing they are exclusive, whether on purpose or not, is the very first step. As Carolyn Finney wrote in her book, Black Faces, White Spaces, In the NPS Comprehensive Survey of the American Public on Racial and Ethnic Diversity, the findings revealed that while 36% of white respondents reported visiting a national park within the last two years, only 13% of African Americans visited any parks within the same period. These types of statistics are found in various kinds of outdoor recreation, 
including the American Alpine Club. The AAC needs to work towards making their club open to diversity, helping the black community feel safe and the club accessible for people of color. Increasing representation is vital to begin increasing diversity in the outdoors. Throughout history, black people have seen nature as inaccessible, and it is time to make outdoor recreation available for anyone who wants to use it.